Hey everybody, I'm Tyler Garrett, and this is my podcast, Finding My Joy. Today's episode is called Hush, Just Do It. Hi everyone, welcome to my channel, or my first episode actually. I want to talk about getting started, or like Nike likes to say, just doing it, or just do it more specifically. (laughs) I have a perfect example of just getting started. I had to struggle starting this podcast. It's been maybe several months that I've gone back and forth about debating if I want to do a podcast or not. I've felt like I don't talk clearly enough. Like people don't understand me. I've feel so misunderstood. So I told myself that if I tried to do a podcast, no one would understand me. No one wants to hear my voice. I don't have good advice. Just anything that I can imagine to make myself not want to do it. So I decided to take a poll on my Instagram story and on my Facebook story to ask people if they listen to podcasts. So I could use that to determine if I should do one or not. And I took the poll and I got a 50-50. So that didn't help actually at all. What really did help, though, was encouragement from friends and family telling me that they would love to hear it or would be interested in hearing it. And they felt like I should just do it. But even still, I didn't get started. I maybe made a two-minute episode And I choked up on what I was going to say, so I cut it off. And I basically never did anything with that episode. It was kind of trash, but that shouldn't have stopped me. I should have kept going. And I didn't for several months. And now we are where we are right now, sort of. I did a brief rendition of this episode. It was like 15 minutes. I fumbled on a lot of things because I didn't prepare. And so I stopped there. But when I listened to it and I decided to share it with my mom, my sister, and my boyfriend, I got really good feedback. So I said, I'll do better. I'll take notes off the previous episode, try to clear out my head and figure out exactly what I want to say so I can give clear advice. And now we are actually here where we are today. And I'm glad that I'm doing this because the experience is good for me. It makes me feel more confident. It makes me realize that I can do anything I put my mind to. And I'm not living off the fear of maybe they won't like it. It sucked or I sound stupid. I'm not living off of any of those fears. I'm doing it and I'm proud to say I did it. And if it's not liked or not loved or if this doesn't go any further than this point today, I actually don't care. I'm pretty excited that I did it and now I don't have to worry about what it would be like if I did or didn't do it. So I'm creating this podcast because I want to use it as an outlet for things that I'm going through, but I want to share these things and these lessons that I'm learning 
with other people to maybe help them go through the same thing I'm going through or to help them understand something that they didn't understand before from someone else's point of view. I just want to be helpful to myself and others. In other words, I use this process of just getting out and doing it and just getting started. Recently, I posted a video on Instagram and Facebook of me singing a Christian song. And for me, that was like one of the most terrifying things that I could possibly do in my life because I love to sing, but I don't like to sing for other people. Once the attention's on me, I feel immediately judged. I judge myself even more than people probably are judging me. And I become a huge nervous wreck. And I just told myself, like, what's the worst that can happen? Just do it. If they don't like it, they don't like it. And that's their problem. If they like it, that's great. That's awesome. And I get to share my gift with them. So I posted it. And I got a lot of nice responses and comments. And what I actually learned from posting it, instead of like, oh, people think I can sing, the biggest thing I got out of that was how supported I am and how much my friends and family love me and care about my well being. That meant so much more than having the conf trying to gain the confidence to sing in front of other people and I'm really glad I did it again and I want to do it again and I want to do it more often and I want to get out there and sing for other people in person more often because I something I enjoyed doing and I feel like I have been gifted So why not share my gift? Okay, so now that I got all those bigger examples out of the way, my more confident moments, I want to start with something smaller that I did to start gaining more oomph to just do it. So my biggest challenge is getting up in the morning. I love my sleep. I am not a morning person. I don't like being awakened five minutes before I'm already supposed to be awakened. (laughs) I just enjoy being in the bed and relaxing. Don't get me wrong. I am a workaholic and I do work my tail off, but I do enjoy my bed and the comfort of being in it (laughs) and just being asleep. So I have a hard time getting up in the mornings and I do like all these little mind games and little tricks to try to get more sleep. I'll set like eight different alarms because in my mind, if I've snoozed a couple times, that means I really did get a lot of sleep. Even if I didn't, for me, that's helpful for just for my mind. It's not helpful for my day. Um, I'll even do things like I'll set an alarm and tell myself I'm going to get up at this certain time. And then I'll try to calculate 
the time it'll take me to pick out an outfit or brush my teeth or do certain things or I'll even try to cut out a task. So like if I decided that day I wanted to make breakfast before I got to work instead of purchasing breakfast or anything like that, I'll make up the thought in my head, oh, well, if you don't make breakfast, then that could give you like another 15 minutes. And then if you don't eat breakfast, that's another 15 minutes. So you can sleep for that much longer. Or I'll try to think about what's in my closet and fade myself back into sleep so I can find something to wear in my sleep. So when I wake up, I already have the idea of what I want to wear. And that none of those tricks work. I get up and now I'm rushing around because I did not properly plan the time and I slept for longer than I should have, or I took way too long in the shower because showers are great. And now I'm rushing, I'm late, I'm groggy because one, I probably didn't eat and I'm starving because I haven't eaten since I went to bed, which food is very important to me. (laughs) So it just sets a bad tone for the day. Now I'm stuck in traffic and I hate traffic. I live in LA now. And I have to travel from, well, I live in Long Beach and I travel from Long Beach to L.A. But in the mornings for work, that 25 to 30 minute drive becomes basically an hour of just nonstop breaking. And all of that energy, that negative energy that I've now bought upon myself because, A, I just didn't want to get up and I didn't get up when I should have, and just because I made getting up such an issue, or I put such a negative connotation to getting up and waking up, that now I am having such a terrible day, I'm having a really hard time, and it trickles throughout the rest of my day, and I hate that, so I had to teach myself to just, number one, just wake up. I'm still, I'm not going to lie, I'm still in process of working on this. I did very well today, but the first step I would do is I just get up, like I open my eyes, and I specifically say thank you. I don't know what your beliefs are, but I believe in God, and so I first wake up and I say thank you, Lord, because I am grateful. I'm grateful that I'm able to open my eyes and to see another day. Every day is a blessing. And so immediately that changes my tone and I'm like, great, I'm up. I made it to another day. So the next step is to now just sit up because if I linger in the bed for any longer, I'm going to go back to sleep or I'm just not going to get up in time. And sometimes I've If I don't get up, I've fallen asleep and forgot to set another alarm, and now I'm late again, and then we're back into that process. So the first step is to say, thank you, Lord. My second step is to just sit up. And then the last step is to shut my mind off. Because the minute I let my mind run rampant is the minute that I actually lose control. And I know that sounds confusing because it's my your own mind, but 
I lose control because I let my thoughts empower everything and I let the negative thoughts have stronger hold over me than my positive thoughts. So I shut my mind off and I just focus on what I need to do to get ready for the morning and I continue in this energy of gratitude and positivity and it I can't really explain it to you without you trying it out for yourself it makes such a big difference like the rest of my day I try to carry that same energy through my day of being grateful and just trying to manage my thoughts I try to take the negative thoughts and make them positive But the biggest takeaway from that whole process is the just doing it. Because if you let your mind tell you you can't, you won't. And if you tell your mind you can, you will. And that's what I'm doing. I'm just doing it. Honestly, this whole process is just helpful with self-motivation. A lot of times things we think or we let our minds tell us, are not as bad as we think they are. I have another example of that. So my move to California from North Carolina was a really big deal for me. I've wanted to move for move to California for over, I believe, between six to eight years. And it finally came into fruition. Uh, Everything did not work out as planned. Like, not at all. I did not have the funds that I wanted to have here. When I first got here, my credit wasn't in order. I did not have my car. Nothing. I didn't even have a place to stay. What I thought was when I got out of Air Force basic training is that I would have all this money saved up and I would have been paying on my credit, my bringing my credit down. And none of that happened. And not to mention when I got home for leave after basic training and technical school, I did not know that I was going to have to spend so much money just in the process of getting back to my base and getting home to visit my family before I had to come back to California and start work. So when I got like the last few days of my leave, I was trying to figure out where I was going to stay. I didn't plan properly and I didn't tell my best friend that I was coming back and that I needed to stay with her again. And because I didn't do that, I found out that someone, one of our other friends was already staying with her. And so I didn't want to impose and have all these people in her house, you know. So instead of actually letting her know what was going on and uh, owning up to my mistake, I tried several other options of trying to figure out where I was going to stay because I had to get back to work like I did not have an option I needed to get back to work here in LA at the airport and so 
I tried getting loans. I tried contacting family members to see if they have hotel rewards. Um, my mom helped me try to get loans. I I don't even know. Like we spent hours and days like trying to figure out what to do. Like I had some money, but the hotels here are super expensive. Even Airbnbs were hard to come across because I didn't know how long I was going to need to stay with someone or when I was going to get paid again and how much I was going to have. And I didn't have any idea of how I was going to get to work. Like I eventually just gave up. I told my mom, I was like, it, this was maybe two hours before I needed to get on the flight and get here to LA. And so I just figured, you know what, I'll just get somewhere near my job and just stay at work. There's showers there, so I'll just stay and sleep there and just work and just work extra hours to get extra pay. Like, I really had no idea what I was going to do. I was going to try to lift, find lifts and Ubers or whatever to get to work if I needed to. I... I had no idea, and I honestly had just given up, and my mom was still, like, in the background working, but my heart and my mind, I just gave up. I said, God will work it out, and oh, well, I got I got to do what I got to do, so I sat down in my moment of giving up. I got on Instagram. I saw one friend that I forgot stayed in California, and we weren't really friends. We knew each other through one of my exes. And that's like a long story on how we even know each other. And I saw her and I was like, oh, she lives in California. So I asked her about car options of getting around, but I still didn't think to ask about somewhere to stay. So I'm scrolling a little further and I see another friend who I also forgot lived in California but again was not like a best friend or someone that I even personally had their phone number so something just told me maybe I could stay with her so I told myself no you know what never mind don't ask her you don't even know her like that why would you even put her in this predicament and I was talking to my mom and she kind of gave me the last push. She was like, the worst she could say is no. And then I was like, you know what? That's true. Because if she says no, I'm no better off than I already was. So I went ahead and I sent her a message. I was like, hey, um, I just need, I was wondering if I could stay with you. I only need to stay for, I gave like a really short amount of time because I thought I would have another option by then. Um, and I sent a really long message giving all of these excuses and my sob story of, I just really need help. And come to find out later on, she never read that whole message. She immediately responded and said, sure. And that like the weight that was lifted off of my shoulders like, you have no idea. Uh, it's crazy even just thinking about it now. And we are actually really good friends now. I stayed with her for, I think, almost three to four months. 
which is way longer than I said I would. But now I'm in California. I've been getting around. My car is here. And I made it to work. I actually have a different job than that one, a better job, actually. And things are happening. Everything's not perfect. I'm not going to lie. But just from making that one step to get out of my comfort zone and just do it, just ask, instead of living in the fear, I am able to be here and I'm able to get through one of my biggest dreams of living in California. And I'm so grateful for her. I tell her all the time. And for her, she doesn't even feel like it was as big a deal as it was. But for me, I'm forever grateful. So now I'm in California, brand new to California. I'm taking you back a year because I've been here a year now. And I didn't really have a lot of friends available because of the work schedule I had. I would work from 5 p.m. to 1.30 in the morning, which is the complete opposite of the majority of the people that I knew here. So during the day, if I wanted to experience or learn the area, I would have to do things on my own. And for me, I'm not, I like to be independent, they say, but when it comes to like being out in public alone, that's like a scary thing for a lot of people. And for me, it was scary. I felt like people would judge me or people would think I was crazy or I thought I would be completely uncomfortable. And so for a while, I just would not do anything. And I just decided one day to just, again, just do it and just go out and get started. So I decided I would make Thursdays the day for me to explore the area and spend time with myself. So the first time I did that, I went to go eat dinner by myself at um, this outback in this area called the Pike in Long Beach. And it was just a beautiful moment, beautiful scenery. I didn't have to worry about anybody else or impressing anybody. I just spent time by myself and I just really enjoyed the moment. I needed me. <laughs> so the next Thursday, I decided to do the exact same thing, to go to the Pike and basically treat myself to dinner. This time though, I wanted to walk around and explore a little bit. So I'm walking around and it's freezing because it's close to water. So the chills and the wind from the water was making me cold. So I decided to walk around and find a store that had a jacket I could buy. So I walking by and I pass this like group of younger people who I thought were kids and people look at me. I'm 28, but a lot of times I look like a lot of people tell me I look like I'm 16. So in my head, I'm thinking, I hope these kids don't bother me because I thought they were like 16 to 19 as well. And I just figured they would either try to make some type of remark or something to get my attention. So I guess I thought I'm better than I am. <laughs> and so I walk past the group of kids, or so I thought, and I try to get through them quickly, and I made it through. 
I get to my jacket and then I come back through and I'm like trying to go a different way because I don't want to cross paths with them again, which is so like snobbish of me. And I'm talking about it now. I realize how messed up that was. But anyway, I go and I sit down in this restaurant called Tequila Jack's. And initially I was going to sit outside, but the jacket that I bought was still not that warm (laughs) and it was still freezing. So I decided to go and sit at the bar and I sit at the end and I order my food and I'm like enjoying my little moment. I do spend some time on social media and then the group of kids that I thought were kids come in to the bar and they sit down next to me and, um, one guy is sitting next to me and he's like on his phone FaceTiming and I'm trying to like not be awkward. I don't even look at them. Um, so I just stay on my phone and then I see like a stupid meme and I just bust out laughing. So already then I felt embarrassed. So I started to try to hurry up and eat my food, but, and drink my drink because it's tequila Jack. So of course I'm going to get tequila. And so I got a margarita And so the guy sits down and he asks me about the margarita and then we just start talking and I realize, oh, he's cute, actually. And I find out he's not um, a 16 to 19 year old that he's actually, obviously, because he was in a bar and getting drinks. He was actually older than me. Long story short, if I never would have went there, I would have never met this guy who is now my boyfriend and one of the greatest influences in my life. It's only been a year, but it's still a perfect example of what could happen when you just get out there and do it. And I didn't go out there looking for a relationship or looking for a boyfriend or anything. I went to spend time with myself, and that was the extra surprise that I got out of that And come to find out, speaking to him later, he wasn't actually going to even go to that specific bar. They were going to go to Yard House. And he wasn't even, at first, wasn't even going to spend time with the people that he was out with. He was just going to go do something on his own, grab a quick bite to eat, and then leave. Um, But he was convinced by his friends to go, and he decided to go. And they walked past Tequila Jacks like I did, and they saw the happy hour, and they decided to go in and finish out the happy hour because it was like 10 minutes left on it before they went to the next place they were going to. They're in the Navy, and they were only here for a short trip. They're all actually stationed in San Diego. So the San Diego, which is about an hour and a half to two hours away from Long Beach or longer, depending on the traffic. So in hindsight, we probably never would have met if I didn't make the decision to just go out there and do it. And if he didn't make the decision to just go and hang out with his friends and get something to eat or just a just a small decision to go into the bar, we never would have met. And the impact that I think we've had on each other's lives in just a short amount of time has been really positive and really good and a great growing experience and a great relationship. And I wouldn't change it. And I'm glad that I made that decision.
the whole purpose of these stories was to just show you how things are not as bad as we think they are and may not turn out as bad as we're expecting. Those were good examples of good positive outcomes. And honestly, right now, I don't even have any stories that I could tell you of where I just went out and put myself out there and did it that had a negative result. So the lesson I just want anyone else or any of you to take or to share with someone else is that you have to just do it. Don't live off of fear or failure. It And if you don't succeed, it's okay. There's always a lesson to learn. And you can apply this concept to all areas of your life. Like even just getting out there and working out and eating healthy, if you're not seeing the results, that's okay. It's good to know that you got out there and you made the attempt, but it also teaches you what you need to do differently if you sit back and think about it. And just getting out and working out in general just makes you feel better. So there's always a plus side to everything that you do. And I just want to encourage you to start self-motivating yourself and stop living off of doubt and fear of what you're capable of. You will find out that you're a lot stronger than you think. And it'll help build your confidence and it'll just help you get through a lot more things than you thought you could. So I want to encourage everyone to just do it. Just get out there and get started. I appreciate you tuning in and listening to me ramble. And I hope you come back and I hope I have more to say because I already have other topics in mind. Let me know what you think. Leave me comments. Leave me any types of criticism positive or negative. I need all of it so I can better myself. And don't be afraid to be real. So again, thank you and good luck. Have a good day.